Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 126 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that geezer over there... is Andy, the unofficial UK Dice Masters National Champion 2022. <laughs> really? Straight <laughs> off the bat. Really? <laughs> well, listeners, we'll get into that, and you can all then come back and offer your opinion on whether that is a title he feels he can carry for the next year or not. <laughs> I added the unofficial. Yeah, certainly the MODPDM at the UK Games Expo 2022 winner. Spoiler alert, folks. Boom. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll hear plenty about it in this episode coming up. <laughs> well, in fact, on that note, this is the UK Games Expo 2022 special, <laughs> as promised. Uh, so if you're a regular listener, you'll know last episode was a pre-recorded episode because we were away for the weekend at the UK Games Expo. So the dates didn't quite line up in terms of our recording schedule of when we were going. So uh, here it is. Here's the actual UK Games Expo special two weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> Finger on the pulse. Absolutely. But we've got lots to talk about with regards to the UK Games Expo. So we'll fill you in on all the ins and outs of our first foray into face-to-face since lockdown part four finished or whatever it was, part three. Yeah, I've not done face-to-face since we went to, was it Stoke? Is that where you you took us? Is it Stoke? Yeah, so Stoke was literally like the weekend before they announced the very first lockdown in March 2020. I did the three and a half hour drive and I was a bit like, ooh. (laughs) Am I I going to catch the killer disease? Yeah. (laughs) I realised that I'd be stuck in my house for the next two and a half years. Well, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Although that's not strictly true because I played... At the UK Games Expo last, last year, year the yeah. smaller version. Um, but the first proper foray into face-to-face Dice Masters here in the United Kingdom. And I think and? there's all, well, there's also a kind of element to, even though it's the UK Games Expo, and we'll kind of talk about it, why it's significant, why we play there every year, blah, blah, blah. All to come in the episode, folks. But I think it, it's, it hopefully also kind of marks a, a potential reinvigoration of the UK scene. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we're we're planning on getting back on our MOD PDM game, and I think some of the guys who were there were like, "Oh, yeah, this is loads of fun playing face to face." We forgot how good this was. Let's try and sort something out. So, and I've had messages off people actually saying, "Great to see you guys were playing face to face." I'm going to try and do something around my way, and of course with the Secret War stuff that's going on and the products now coming out and all that good stuff. Yeah. So while this is the UK Games Expo 2022 special, talking about the event that took place a couple of weekends ago, I also like to think of it as a part of the new beginning for the UK scene. It's a whole new world. <laughs> Thousands new dead world. over the past two years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that too dark? Do you have to was, cut that out? That was perhaps a bridge too far. Well, I won't cut it out because I think everybody needs to know these aspects <laughs> of your dark soul. Uh, <laughs> what what I have to put up with pre-recording and post-recording. Because <laughs> as we've said, well, as we've said before many times, you'll say something. It'll be a throwaway comment. It will have a little bit of a dark edge, but you, you'll not get the messages. No, won't, no one. I won't, I won't this time either, mate. No one corresponds with you. <laughs> and if I do, I won't see him. <laughs> well, exactly. You, you moan about being the sidekick, but there are advantages. <laughs> there are advantages to wearing those little green hot pants. 
<laughs> Any email will get lost in the 32,072 that currently are unread. Well, so, funnily enough, uh, on the subject of Andy's emails, oh. so our at BritRoller6 email portal has messaged me this week saying our server, our email server is full. Is it? Well, if it is, it's not my inbox. <laughs> Because I've cleared it down regularly. <laughs> I don't know how to log on to it. Yeah, I'll sort it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just control A, delete. <laughs> I've done that thing on my phone where, like, anything important is to be made a VIP, else I don't see it. Right. So the kid's school is a VIP. Sure. The wife is a VIP. Sure. Your wife emails you. <laughs> <laughs> Memo. Well, just, <laughs> do you know when you get tickets for something? Oh, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. She forwards them to me because she's a spanner when it comes to like anything to do with her phone and entering a place. <laughs> <She's> panics. <laughs> Which, so like the, the reason being is the one time that she did try and do it, her phone inverted the barcode so the black was white and the black and the white was black. Oh, <laughs> but I don't know how she did it, but I meant it couldn't be scanned. So luckily, like she sent me a copy and then I could scan it on my phone. But then since then, anything, you know, theme parks, cinema. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, marriage. well, before we get into that, uh, of course, I'll ask you, my friend, what have you been up to in the last two weeks? Other than the UK games. There's not a lot going on. Um, well, we did some prep. I think we spoke last episode. Well, we might not have done because we pre-recorded it, but I, I binned off the Godcatcher that we've been working on on the uh, Wednesday night streams. You did mention that, yeah. On the YouTube. Uh, because... In fairness, two reasons. Firstly, I, I couldn't quite click with it. Like you could, you, you, I could see it as good. I could see it was really powerful, but I couldn't. I don't know. I was I mistiming it or making the wrong decisions, or I didn't quite have the piece I needed, or or I was playing against some guy who has too much control in his team at all time. Um, <laughs> one of those things. Uh, so it didn't quite click. So I was like, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait! What are you trying to say? I'm saying that I didn't take the Godcatcher. Okay. Uh, so I didn't take I it. Like, I thought, felt like you were trying to imply something then. No. No. Um, so the the um, the thought was, well, if I'm, going to, yeah, we, I'm going as part of the Ministry of Dice, going to be taking part in the event, but also we'd like run it. So I won't take anything too strong, but my fish food team is something that I do enjoy playing. So let's take that along. It did well in the um, the online, whatever it was that we did. Mid-table. Mid-table's fine. Happy with that. Uh, let's just take that one. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, after all that practicing, ditch that off. The connoisseur's yeah. way to play Dice Masters. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I know I bounced you last episode about changing your team last minute, but it is a team you know very well. Yeah, so it's not as if I just kind of threw something together ad hoc and mm. uh, and sat down not knowing what they do. Um, you played it against me on stream for about six months straight. Give over. Never that much. <laughs> I kind of want to log into our YouTube now and go count uh, how many. Oh, and we'll wait. Are on the are on the thumb thumbnails. Right. We're not on a timer. Crack on. <laughs> <laughs> Crack on. Uh, and and so yeah, and then the UK Games Expo that was a fantastic weekend. You'll hear more about that later. Uh, but other than that, not a lot. I uh, got a message from the guy I lent my uh, zombie side to. They finished playing a campaign. 
which I'm sure is amazing. Um, so I'll be getting those boxes back soon. Not involved in any of the games, but um, <laughs> well, at least someone's getting some use out of it. Some, some gaming in, info of my life. Um, <laughs> that's about it, really. I've been just busy with life. There's a wasp. There's a wasp. Yeah, in your house. No, in the thumbnails. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so there we go. Went to Chessington for two days, stayed in their hotel. That was fun because it was half term a couple of weeks ago. There's a wasp. There's two. Yeah. Oh, you went, you had a little Thanos break for a bit by the looks of it. Uh, I think they're wasps, but that's, I haven't changed the, th- I've gone, I'm outside of this space where I started changing the thumbnails and putting the things uh, on. Well, there you go. I've played it twice before. <laughs> you and I as, both know full well that that's not the case. Oh, well, there's Barney. an Aquaman. There's an Aquaman. Oh, my Barney said to me whilst we were there, form is temporary and class is permanent. <laughs> I think that sums that up quite well. What have you been up to the last couple of weeks? What have I been up to for the last couple of weeks? Uh, what have I been up to for the last couple of weeks? That's a great question. I don't rightly know. You've been drowning in action figures and figurines and uh yeah i have had a lot of action figures stuff. yeah so here, should i tell my random story i know i told it on stream a little while ago but do you think listeners would be interested to know about this barmy that happened? oh this oh. barmy stuff that happened to me uh yeah keep it brief we all okay. we don't need to know what you've been doing in asda's car park it's more no <laughs> it does sound more like your thing doesn't it <laughs> So, folks, on my other channel, Mod Extra Games and Collectibles, where I do my uh, action figure, trading card, comic book, board game stuff, I got a message out the blue off the back of a review I did about a statue that I bought, a, a, night, a, a lovely Scotty Young Nightcrawler piece. And the guy said, uh, oh, I've got, I've, I'm, I'm leaving the country, I'm moving out, I'm moving overseas, and my wife has told me to get rid of this stuff, and I can see from the video that you're a fan, would you like this stuff? It sounds like you're near me, I'm in Manchester. So naturally, I was very sceptical about this. I'm like, really? What? What's this guy talking about? So, so I tentatively sort of supply, replied saying, yeah, I'd be interested, but I haven't got much of a budget for buying secondhand stuff. He was like, no, 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 you can just have it. I just want to give it away for free to someone. It, becoming increasingly more sceptical. But he, he sent me his address, picture of his driving license. He then sent me a video of all the stuff he, had to, he wanted to give away. And I was like, yeah, there is actually stuff in there that I want. He arranged to meet in broad daylight in a busy supermarket car park. I was like, well... I'll take a punt on it. And then went and met him after work one night. Text the missus, said, if you don't hear from me in half an hour, call the police. <laughs> and legitimately, this guy, he, he uh, DM'd me. He said, uh, I'm just pulling in now. Where are you? I was like, I'm under the big banner, blah, blah, blah. Pulled up next to me, opened his boot, uh, and there were six bin bags full of diamond Diamond select statues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my parents' heads. Um <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> Diamond Select statues, uh, General Giant Marvel animated statues, action figures, uh, random trinkets, just tons of just like nerdy collectibles and things. Some resin statues and things. There's a Hulk, there's a uh, Spider-Man, there's X-23, there's a Beast, there's a Nightcrawler, tons of stuff. I showed you some of it, didn't I? I was like, this yeah, is insane. Amazing. A great, well, a lovely man. Marvel animated 
Uh, so I was chatting to him anyway, and he regurgitated the same story. He messaged me. I'm moving overseas. My wife has told me I've got to get rid of it. We can't take it with us, blah, blah, blah. I'd rather give it to a good home, someone I know who will enjoy it or make sure it gets to places to people who will enjoy it. Uh, shook his hand, got in the car, drove home, then got an earful off my own wife <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for bringing six bin bags of random stuff into the house. But then later that night, we were streaming, and he came on, and he said, hey, uh, just noticed you were streaming. Uh, have you had a look through? Anything catch your eye? Amazing. Amazing. But I started cash valuing it up. And so that stuff is worth pure money. <laughs> it's just giving it away. So uh, what was at first potentially an encounter with a serial killer turned out to be a very fortuitous turn of events for me. Yeah. Just to show there are some nice people out there. Mm. Yeah. You just wanted to pay it forward. Yeah. What's his name? It's like Wolverine slash or... Uh, Wolverine Scratch. Scratch. Oh, that's close for my memory. Wolverine Scratch, yeah. yeah. So big up Wolverine Scratch. Uh, Once again, thank you for your generosity. Uh, And I wish you safe travels and a successful move um, to your final destination. It's why I sat there, uh, like, popping the cork of the Bollinger, like, thank God, (laughs) no crap's out of my house. It's all out of my house, yeah. I mean, by the sounds of it, from the conversation I had with him in the supermarket car park, he was like, they're literally a suitcase each and going. I mean, he's told me his final. I know where he's going, but I'm obviously not going to just publicly state, oh, there's this guy on Twitter called Wolverine Scratcher. This is where he's going. That wouldn't be very fair. But so, yeah, that's one thing that happened to me in the last two weeks. Uh, otherwise, I had a couple of games of Kung Fu Zoo with me lad the other day. Got nice. one, of the cl- one of the classics off the shelf. I know I've mentioned that one before, although uh, I am eagerly awaiting. I was told many, many years ago by Wiz Kids that they were going to do an expansion for it and introduce some new characters. Uh, and they still haven't done that. So come on, whiz kids. Sort it out. Foo- zoo us up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there's that. And then just uh, the content stuff. So um, we've had some tournament reports with regards to the UK Games Expo. That's gone out. Uh, I've put uh, some video content around the Secret Wars announcement and the news around that. That's gone up. And then by the time this episode goes out on Monday... There will have been an article on Brit Roller 6 about the Franklin's Galactus card, which Ooh. eagle-eyed fans who have poured over the spoilers will have noticed is the first Dice Masters card with four character faces four on its dice. So, yeah, that should go out this weekend. I think that's when I, I'll have to check on the portal to see when I set, scheduled it to go live. Um, so, yeah, a lot of content stuff. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Yeah. Pretty straightforward stuff. Oh, I'll tell you what I've been doing. What, what have you been doing? I've, I've been reading with interest Asmodee's new release sheet email. Have you? Have, have you? Or has someone else? <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't notice it. I didn't even read the email. I got to the point with the Asmodee new release sheets where I gave up checking them. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be on it. Ugh. Yeah. Um, however, our friend Tej, the man on the street, uh, the man in the know, absolutely the figurehead of Scottish Dice Masters. If you do say <laughs> he's so. very much the huggy bear of Dice Masters. He knows <laughs> what's going down. He's got the hustle. Yeah. Well, he was—he's a Heroclix fan, taking an active interest in the Heroclix releases, I think. Uh, but he messaged us to say, "Have you noticed on the new release sheet what's going on?" So I went and had a look, and lo and behold, this week, as of release, at least according to Asmodee's own website. We have not just Dark Phoenix Saga, but also Kryptonite Crisis going live and ready for dispatch. This week? 
Yeah, on in Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, if if the if the Asmodee new release sheet is to be believed, which right now I don't believe anything. <laughs> I was going to say, if this is correct, ladies and gentlemen, and you're in the UK, you may well be having a nice parcel hit your doorstep that you paid for about two to three years ago, <laughs> yeah. or maybe even two parcels. At, at the very least, the Dark Phoenix saga surely must be going out. I mean. I, I still, because I've become so pessimistic about this stuff of late, I'm still skeptical about whether the Kryptonite crisis, if my eyes are really seeing it, or whether we, you, I, and TJ are all just having a joint hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, if the Dark Phoenix stuff, <laughs> will that actually ever come out? I'm not even sure the set actually exists. No. I think these well, cards are, t- once again, just a hallucination. hold on to your hats guys it could be a very very exciting week yeah so we're looking forward to that definitely if it is legit which i've no reason to think it isn't i mean the asmodee new release sheet is is like a thing an industry thing here in the uk so uh but that that's good news so if my kryptonite crisis pre-order comes from the uk retailer that i've ordered it from then we'll get an unboxing done on stream and what have you and uh we'll start making some teams although team building is going to be a bit I was thinking about this from from a content perspective, yeah, because we we haven't sunk our teeth into making teams really and doing content related to the Dark Phoenix Saga cards. No, let alone two sets arriving at the same time. So we'll have to have a think about that one. Half and halves, yeah. And and I, of course, as a DC fanboy, will will definitely have a, a more of a leaning towards getting stuff built out of the DC set. Oh, there's some good things we could do. Yeah, so we'll see. I think we just need to get a classic uh, card shuffle. Just get some random teams done to to get things kicked off. Maybe. Yeah, quite. Or we could. Do, well, it does it for us. Don't we? we could just like uh, uh, one thing we haven't mentioned was that we did our online kind of draft last week. That was fun. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Because nothing beats uh, winning a tournament, getting the Hellfire Gala Club, getting a super rare in your draft pack, winning all the rares of the latest set, uh, to sit down with a pack that was left over and draw a full art basic action card. <laughs> the gods of Dice Masters have been smiling on uh, me. This guy has definitely got the uh, th- this psychic rolling look. You've transferred into your pulls as well. I'm going to get a lottery ticket on Friday. Yeah, just to, re- just to reiterate that, folks, not only did he go on to win and pick up the juicy prize cards, but in the draft, he pulled a super rare. Deken. Uh, Deken. And then we had two packs left over from the draft, which we took one each and used it for a video that we made last week. Opened them up live on the stream and just made our best teams out of whatever was in the packs. And he had a full art basic action. I repeat, a full art basic action in there. Which does mean that the, the, the packs that we got had three super rares each, and one of them had a full art basic action. Yeah. Which is mental. True that. That is insane. Well, shall we get into some UK Games Expo-related conversation now? I think that feels like we're, we're edging in that direction anyway. I think so. All right, folks. Well, we're going to get started by just having uh, a bit of a kind of overview, report, preamble chat. 
Uh, I'll tell you folks a little bit about the UK Games Expo itself. Then we'll move on to the live recording. We took uh, a few little snippets through the course of the day, both between me and Andy, and then we also collared a couple of the players and had an answer with them. So a nice opportunity to hear some folks from the UK community talking about uh, playing Dice Busters and going to the UK Games Expo. And actually, I think that, that'll just be about it, and then we'll just we'll just wrap up at the end with a little kind of final conclusion so all uk games expo for the featured segments this week so should we get into it my man let's do it let's do it now all right then on to the first segment yes welcome back then folks so over the weekend of the what was it the third of june to the fifth of june uh coincidentally also the queen's jubilee weekend absolutely with much love mom the UK Games Expo took place at the Birmingham NEC Convention Centre. Uh, well, in fact, it kicked off on the Thursday night. Isn't that just for, like, special people? It is just for the special people, the invited few. The luminaries of the UK gaming community get a chance to go into the, uh, well, not the full exhibition centre, but like a, a mini version uh, as part of a preview. That's nice. What was that like? Yes, I was there. I am one of the selected invited few, indeed. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I think what's nice about that, the press preview, is that the, I don't know, the it's tone of... crammed full of sweaty, stinking people pushing you left, right and centre. Uh, yes, that's right. Well, there's pros and cons to it, because, yeah, you're right, it's not as kind of rammed, although because it's in a smaller kind of section of the hall, they just do a kind of mini version of it. It can be... Uh, a little bit crowded and also what you find is that many of the people in the press preview are looking to take footage of the games record audio so there's lots of people around with equipment or you know trying to get a shot or a a video right piece of b-roll kind of thing so you know pros and cons in that also they don't demo the games at the press preview it's more of a display show and tell kind of thing rather than actual sit down get a demonstration so that's the that's the kind of con side of it Uh, but it is nice to get that early peak because what i then do is do a lap around i up some stuff and then i kind of know for the friday what it is i want to actually go and get hands on with and my whole thing at the uk games expo is i'm always on the lookout for games that i think will fit well with the family gaming experience that my whole board gaming life is about so is it something i can play with the kids is it something i can play with the wife or all four of us can get involved in you know we're fans of party games uh games we could take on holiday or heavier i suppose the heavier board games we play are ones that have got more of a family-centric twist to them so i'll go and ice stuff up eliminate all the grim dark stuff and, <laughs> and the horror stuff and uh, so it's quite nice in that respect to get a bit of a head start and it's easier to talk to the folks on the stand so it's all right it's just a couple of hours on a thursday night but it's all right cool and then you were there i turned up on the saturday you were there on the friday to uh to mooch around what did you think of the whole thing apparently it was like mega mega busy because it was a bank holiday friday it was yeah so historically friday is the quiet day and i like to I like to do the Friday as my kind of exhibition-centred day and then, as you well know, sign up to an event or put on an event on the Saturday and avoid the exhibition hall (laughs) altogether because traditionally the Saturday is the really horrible, sweaty day. But because of the bank holiday weekend and also because of the bank holiday weekend that it was, I think a lot of people just bought day tickets for the Friday, rocked up to do something on the Friday with then... You know, Saturday and Sunday free for Jubilee parties or yeah. you know, street parties, barbecues. You know, there was loads going on all over the country, wasn't there? Or even just to settle in and watch Rod Stewart, you know, 
Ugh. Yeah. Pick out all the people to pick. Why'd you pick him? <laughs> because I know you love him so much. I can't stand the man. Uh, he, he was on absolute top form at the Jubilee performance, I hear. Good for him. So, yeah, it was absolutely slammed on the Friday, like really crazy busy. The queue to the, they have a bring and buy section uh, for people to. God, get, yeah, we walked past that on the Saturday, didn't it? It's like. Well, uh, what you saw on the Saturday was only half of what was going on, on the Friday. The, <laughs> the, the queue for the bring and buy was, was snaking. If you imagine three big aircraft hangars next to each other, that's the best way I can describe it. That's what it's like, isn't it? In an L shape. Yeah. These kind of three sort of aircraft hangars plugged together and the bring and buy is in in kind of in the corner of that l shape and it was snaking around the first two halls two massive air hangers worth of people just snaking all the way around because i think there's there's just been a two-year culmination of games that have been <laughs> yeah. played to death and people have got bored with or realized that they didn't like and we're just trying to then obviously unload at the bring and buy <laughs> so yeah, it was very, very busy on the Friday. Very busy on the Friday. And what I'll say is that in the past, uh, it's very rare that I've been at the UK Games Expo on my own. But that Friday, I was just there on my own. A lot of you guys weren't due to turn up until the Saturday. And then some of the other folks that sort of said, I'll, I'll hook up with you, they weren't turning up till a bit later on. So um, and Mike was there, but he was there with his lad, and he'd bought some tickets to some of the shows and stuff that were taking place. So I was kind of mooching around on my own, which m- made it a bit weird. You know when you wanted to do a demo? Because hmm. then you were sort of milling around waiting for a group that had a bit of space. And then you sort of had to say, "Can I? Can I get involved in your demo?" Can I yeah. play, Mister? And, and it was all a bit, yeah, it was all a bit weird. And like I was just this kind of creepy hobo guy, <laughs> standard. <laughs> Wondering, <laughs> well, true, but I usually have someone with me to say, "No, no, he's he's all right. He's he's actually got a job." <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, he does smell of alcohol. You're right, but don't that, don't misjudge him. <laughs> he's just off for the weekend. <laughs> So yeah, that made it a little bit weird. So I would highly recommend if you are going, I think you need you need like a gaming buddy or a partner to make your way around. Uh, but lots definitely that I observed that I thought was really tremendous. The the family focus this it just year on year the family focus increases and gets um, much more uh, you know two point four kids friendly That's sort good. of thing. What, yeah. what makes you say that? Because like. Well, my kids aren't gamers, so they 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 wouldn't be interested. But what's um what kind of gears towards it? Well, um, well, uh, they've got some of the larger, some of the larger open gaming space is is the family friendly related stuff. Yeah. So there was a big like gateway game section, and the games they were demoing there were pretty lightweight. You know, it was double and stuff. And oh, I love a good bit of double. But there was some giant oversized versions of games going yeah, on, that were very yeah, child friendly. A lot of child-friendly demos. Uh, the uh, like Warhammer had the you could pay your quid or whatever and paint a model and get some tuition um, in that thing. I don't know if you saw that section. Yeah, yeah, we walked past it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Some of the cosplay nice. displays and stuff were geared towards get your photo taken with a Dalek kind of stuff, which you know what I mean. Which they've had these things there before, but I felt like this year it was just really it felt firmly present. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So that was it's a nice atmosphere, like, and it's, it's super busy. Like on the Saturday when I joined you, like, I ended up when we were walking around, and then I'd, I'd end up eking around the edge because I'd get, get pushed away with all the crowds. Like, let me try and get away from the crowds. Oh, I'm back right at the edge again. But, but certainly, I mean, it's it's, it's a nice atmosphere. There's like so much cool stuff left, right, and centre. Yeah, 
it always kind of bottlenecks around the retailers as well. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And that annoys me because I, I actually don't think, I think there should be a reduced retailer presence at the UK Games Expo, broadly speaking. Yeah, it's just because the, 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 where the, the bigger shops are, like you think Game Law always has like a big stand all across one side and there's people like, it's like I, I guess in them, we, we spoke about it, I think a lot of people just like save up and then at the UK Games Expo go go mad with like the the money they've saved to buy a load of games, buy games that year, play them to death, and then the next year sell them all and buy another load. <laughs> yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, use the money from the bring and buy to get your fresh batch for 12 months kind of thing. Yeah, but I don't feel like there's many... Uh, I, I think I'm repeating myself from last year's kind of report on the convention. Uh, so if you if you were listening to my review of the games that's by last year, you'll have heard me say the same. I don't I don't think there's much in the way of bargains or convention. It's, that's one thing that I always find the UK games that's doesn't kind of have that I see kind of advertised for, for conventions in North America is it's uh, uh, convention yeah. exclusive promos. Buy buy this uh, copy of our game today, and we'll give you this um, eight card expansion pack that's only going to be available at conventions this year, or. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, and get twenty percent off as well because we're here and whatever else. And yeah, and there's incentive. There's a, f- there's a few raffles and things going on, but I don't know. I just feel like when I, I up the prices and I stop by some of the retailers that are there, and I have a glance over, I think, well, that's like there's our two games. I'm looking at it, going, well, that's the same price as, you know, I'll just buy that off your website next week and get it delivered to my house without the inconvenience of trying to carry it through these crowds. <laughs> yeah, with a big old box under your arm. Yeah. Nonetheless, it is exciting seeing all the stuff on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, a, lo- a lot of the, the stalls there as well were, you know, we're going live on Kickstarter in November. You know, so sometimes there are a few times where like, actually, I kind of, this is really interesting. How much is it? Where can you get it? Kind of thing. And the answer was, yeah, it's going up on Kickstarter. Put your, give us your email address. We'll let you know when it comes out kind of thing. Like, all right, okay. Um, so the immediacy, you know, when you play a game, you go, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah. It give it, give it. I'm gonna buy it. Isn't there? Yeah. Um, so I didn't buy a great deal of stuff. You know, really. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some cool stuff on the Saturday, but then like we were playing Dice Masters, and then all the shops shut. So that saved my wallet. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Just un- being unprepared saved my wallet. <clears throat> well, you've you've got more of an interest in things like the miniatures than I have. Um, and so I think there was there's sometimes there's quite a strong presence of miniature games and yeah uh, and I don't know what the phrase is sculpted stuff yeah there was those cool little kind of cartoony sculpted Warhammer characters that you pointed out to me they were yeah. very cool although obviously they weren't they were called like Grim Dark or something to dodge the lawyers uh, but they're yeah, Games smart. Workshop's lawyers nonetheless as well yeah who hunt them down anyway yes with bolt guns and cleansing <laughs> fire <laughs> but uh they were quite cool so yeah anyway um anything else you want to say about uk games expo no that's uh that's just the kind of little overview other than the fact that i heard they sent me an email uh the other day just like thanking us for putting on the event and stuff and in the email they mentioned that uh once again they've bested their numbers year on year um they're kind of discounting last year and they had some some in the region of twenty six thousand individual visitors over the whole weekend. We wow, we wow. Yeah, maintaining their position as the third largest, uh, you know, gaming hobby convention in the world. That's massive, isn't it? For our tiny little country to be third. Yeah, there you go, Richard. I said the bit that my contract <laughs> said I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
But of course, the highlight of the weekend. Without a doubt. The main event. Not only celebrating the fact that we could play face-to-face Dice Masters again, but celebrating the Queen through playing Dice Masters on the event of her Jubilee. She was proud. I think, yeah, she was actually. In fact, uh, she's emailed me. um, I'll read it out next episode. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Time to that one now, aren't you? Yes, I have, absolutely. See, by <laughs> declaring myself, I'll make sure that I do it. Um, the uh, Yeah, the Dice Masters event took place on the Saturday afternoon, so we kicked off at around 1 o'clock. I can't remember what's in the live recording. I'm wondering if I'm about to repeat stuff that we say at the outset, you know, while we're there. Uh, um, I don't think we recorded until after the first round. Did we not? Okay, oh, I cool. think we might have done a bit of waffle before we started but it wasn't too much well we could all find out together folks because i've not edited yeah. the podcast together yet but uh yeah we kicked off around one o'clock there was uh, 10 players in attendance um which admittedly is a little lower than than we used to at the uk games expo but with it being a you know national holiday weekend that's understandable uh, i tell you one thing that was really cool uh, i mentioned this in my tournament report is that even though that we had some people uh, who who were regulars who kind of weren't playing, if they were there at the UK Games Expo, they still swung by to come and say hi. Yeah, it was awesome to see Matt again. Yeah, so Matt was around. He wasn't playing because he was um, he was in. A, he'd got to the next round of some big Digimon thing, so they played on the Friday, and then he got he'd got through to the Saturday thing. I mean, th- there was literally like three thousand Digimon players there or something, and so he wasn't playing Dice Masters because he'd got through to the next round, blah blah, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, Matt was around, and then Ian came by, but he was with the family, so he was like, I can't, you know, I'm with the family, I've got to do family stuff. Um, Paul and Seth came and said hi, and then joined us for the draft a bit later on, who we've mentioned on the podcast a great deal. It was always great to see those guys come say hello. So the community is still sort of there, even despite uh, the slightly smaller numbers than we used to in terms of the participating um, players. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. nice to see people again. Well, we had 11 players, in fact, but one stepped out in order to keep the numbers even what and make sure we didn't have a buy. Absolutely. What a hero. Absolutely, yeah. Not, not the hero you want. The hero you need. <laughs> uh, that's right, folks. I didn't play. I stepped out in order to keep the numbers even. Uh, but what was also particularly nice is we had we had a bit of uh, kind of a couple of youngsters, a bit of young blood interest in the tournament as well. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So we we haven't interviewed them for well for a couple of reasons. Uh, one of the lads there, Alfie, was just a bit shy and didn't want to really talk on microphone. And then uh, the other young lad who was with us, Flint, he had to shoot off. They'd actually travelled a fair distance to come to the expo. <laughs> a fair distance. That's not yeah. a short trip. No. Um, so they had to get going. So they sort of came, played the event, and had to get moving on. But it was great to see some youngsters getting involved. And I really enjoyed Like, Flint had loads of questions. It was the first time we'd met any other kind of real-life other Dice Masters players, <laughs> which was awesome. So just kind of answering his questions, making sure they get a good start with the game, um, which was also you know, important to us that not only were we playing Dice Masters, but it was sort of present at the UK Games Expo, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, but then you know, old faces from round and about. If you're online players, you'll you'll know folks like uh, uh, nefarious broadcaster, general nemesis, uh, not general nemesis, relentless nettles. That's Dana. Dana wasn't there. Although no. obviously Dana, if you ever want to come over and play with us at UK Games, that's where you're more than welcome. More than welcome. Uh, you know, Ben Ben Side Scott, our current world champion, was there with us. Um, the guys from Breath Weapon X, Martin, who is just an absolute stalwart. Yeah, of face-to-face UK play. You can always guarantee that Martin will turn up and come and have a go. Um, so, yeah, just really great to see guys face-to-face, uh, a few of which you hadn't ever met 
for realsies before. No, you're like uh, <laughs> it was uh, the fairest broadcaster, and um, Dan. It's like this is Dan. I was like, yeah. So who's Dan? <laughs> you know, Dan. And what do you know that that bit where you're trying to be polite, but in the same respect, no clue. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm really sorry, I haven't got a clue. And they were like, nefarious broadcast. I was like, oh, if you yeah. led with that, if you led with this silly online name, then I'd have understood. <laughs> you didn't know who we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the main event. Uh, we gave us four rounds. Good mix of teams, I thought. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, solid. And I popped the team list up on Britroller 6 if you want to go and have a nosy, but some interesting stuff going on there. And then we held the draft after the main event had finished up, which was nice. <laughs> Uh, I, to... I like that draft more than normal. Uh, and why is that? I think it's because it was all new stuff, because it was the Dark Phoenix preview draft. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, drafting with stuff that you've already got is, is fine, but because it like I knew I had no... Like, I've got no cards for Dark Phoenix, so I know that this pack in front of me is all new cards, and I don't really know what's in them because I don't really look at many of the spoilers. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> or at least read them if they've got more than five lines of text. Uh, <laughs> so, so I was just like, I knew that, like, it, you know, it was exciting. This isn't out in the UK. This is all going to be brand new. This is really exciting. Ra 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 ra. So, yeah, I did enjoy it, even though I was shockingly bad. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to uh, Ben briefly afterwards, and uh, he was sort of saying, I, I'm not, he, he wasn't so sure it was a, um, that good a set to draft. And I, I can sort of see his his view on that. So I think the thing with Dark Phoenix is that it is a good set to draft, but you, your sort of drafting strategies are on rails. So if you if your first pull is a cornerstone or a piece towards a, a kind of tribal synergy within the set that can allow you to form a team around it, you're golden. But if you haven't quite got that or you don't get the second piece in the drafting scenario then you're kind of a bit scuppered. And I think that's what you encountered is that you had good cards, but they didn't... T- like, I pulled Living the Dream and Mutant Research Program as my basic actions in, in my first pack. So, uh, and we weren't drafting basic actions. We were just going to pick the best two out of our draft pack. So I was like, right, yeah. well, I need to get a loyalty counter character and a founder, and I'm, um, I work on that. And then scrolling through my pack, I had the rare Moira, the loyalty token and founder Moira. So I was like, right, there we go. That's what I'm going to do. You managed to get, what, four founders on your team after like we had that discussion about Dark Phoenix saying, well, if you're going to do draft, probably won't want to get a founder because they're quite rare. And then you got four out of the six, whoever. Yeah, absolutely. I had Moira, Angel, Cyclops, and the Beast. The no. Jean Grey one. No, it wasn't Jean Grey. Who did I have? We had Phoenix and Dark Phoenix. It was Phoenix one. Uh... I had Dark Phoenix, I had Rogue. Who was my other? Maybe it was Jean Grey. Maybe I just didn't get around to buying her. I think I tried to buy her. But anyway, uh, I certainly had enough three-plus cost X-Men who were also founders to give me all the founder game texts. Oh, Iceman it was. All the founder game texts. And give Moira loyalty tokens. And it was all kind of set up for me in that first pack. Like two basic actions and a good win condition card or certainly a a strong card to tie in with the living the dream so i had a, you know i had it all win condition a way to get there and it's not difficult to draft x-men <laughs> and that no, was fine all the x-men yeah absolutely and i noticed for example like robert built his team around the brotherhood of evil mutants and there was kind of like a but it's all a bit on rails 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like once you once you're in that lane, you know, once you're going in that direction, that's your only direction. Whereas there's a bit of kind of room for maneuver, I think, in all the sets I've drafted in the past. Now I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure whether it's a benefit or a drawback at this stage. But that's kind of I think where Ben was coming from as well, is if it doesn't quite come together for you, then Yeah, um, then you're you pooped. Know. Yeah, absolutely. But like my my team, the team I drafted, uh, change up some of those X-Men for some better fitting X-Men. And it's good to go. It's a constructed team that could win games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got that beast, which we said was going to be really good in drafting. It was shocking. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how your other games went, but I certainly had high enough def- defense numbers on my team to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I lost all three, but it was fine. I, I I didn't get salty. I quite enjoy just playing with the new cards and seeing what other cards on the other side were doing and, and that. So it was all, all enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, overall, it was just really, really awesome, wasn't it? And having some goodies to give away and everyone just sort of bantering and laughing and joking and stuff and good, a good atmosphere overall. Yeah. Uh, for which I want to thank everyone who came along and joined us because. You know, your event's only as good as the players who come and participate, isn't it? That's the truth. And uh, there's a yeah, great bunch that come along. And hopefully we can uh, we can do another one before the end of the year. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working on things. In fact, if you're listening in the UK right now, I put a post on the UK Dice Masters Facebook page. Um, I'm, I'm interested to know geographical locations, stores that are local to you, that, uh, that either have a small, even if it's just a sprinkle of a Dice Masters community, or, or at least open or amenable to us rocking up and taking over a corner of their shop with six, eight, ten players or whatever. Um, so please do get in touch or go hunt out that post and let me know how far you'd be willing to travel for a Saturday event, that kind of thing, so I can start putting some stuff together for that. Sweet. Yeah. Right, so we have a listen to the reporting that we did on the day then, the live reporting. Yes, please. Yeah, like I say, I've not really listened to this, so it could be an utter shambles for all we know right now. More than likely it is. Yeah, I do know one thing, actually. I had a, a very brief... I didn't listen to it properly, but I just scoot through. A couple of them have got a weird clicking... In, and some of the background noise, as you can imagine, in the convention centre, was mm. quite loud. So apologies, not not quite up to our usual audio standard, but I'm sure everyone will understand and forgive the reasons for that. Well, here we are then, folks. We are in the Birmingham NEC. The UK Games Expo is in full swing. It's day two of the event overall, but in a matter of minutes... The UK scene will be getting together to play the MOD PDM at the UK Games Expo. Of course, as always, I have with me that geezer over there. Hello, it's Andy. <laughs> so we've both changed our teams right at the last yeah. minute. Right at the last minute. But it, although it's likely I'm not going to play because we're at an odd number right now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're at an odd number. But um, you're going back to the old fish food routine. Uh, yes, I didn't want to do catcher so had a paddy final minutes (laughs) otherwise known as the god (laughs) i'll put the bleep in (laughs) yeah i've got we've got a couple of youngsters as well which i'm quite pleased about yeah some new bloods coming in yeah little nippers it's uh it's quite a quite a mix of the old guard who've been plowing it away very well known on the online scene a lot of us and then a couple of a couple of new faces, which is really exciting. Very exciting. It'll be good to see. Can't wait to see what teams will come out. What <laughs> what are people going to do? Will they play nice? Will they uh, go for the jugular? We'll find out very very soon. 
Yeah, well, the fact that we've got a Hellfire Gala Opika is going to be a big motivating factor for a number of the old guard, the collectory sorts that we have here. We'll see. They're an odd bunch. <laughs> they are an odd bunch indeed. In fact, by the time this episode goes out in two weeks' time, the team lists will be live, so folks will know what's the what. Yeah, people will know. Well, yeah, we'll find out in a minute, and uh, yeah, we'll see how much of a dire day we're going to have. Absolutely. Well, we better get back to the crowd, uh, get everything up and running, but we'll swing back through in between round one and two. Yeah, see how long it goes on. Yeah, we've got low, our numbers are 10, so it's going to be a three round day. We're a bit disappointed. We normally get sort of 16, 18 or so, don't we? Well, it's new, isn't it? Going back to face to face again. So. Yeah, and the old, uh, the old Jubilee weekend as well. People are partying up with our Liz. All right, then. In a bit, folks. Hello everybody. Well, round one is wrapping up a bit. I think there's two games still going there, is there? Uh, yes, you've got the uh, Breath Weapon X boys uh, labouring over their games by the looks of it. The, uh, everyone else seems to have rounded up. Yeah, I mean, we're literally sort of at the head of the table watching, <laughs> watching them play, trying to hurry them along. Uh, how did your first round go, Andy? Uh, it was cool. Yeah, played against Barney. Nice to see Barney again. Uh, he had a cool Kang Thanos team. Unfortunately, the fish food was too much for him, and uh, yeah, the uh, the attune pinged away, and uh, and then the wasp went through. Then the wasp did a thing. Yeah, how, did you? Did you? How much life did you regain in that match? None. None. I'm going to keep a running total of your life gain yeah, yeah, through yeah. the. Yeah. Okay. None. Okay. So we're at zero. Round one. No life gained with the fish food team, but a face map with a big old wasp. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Although Barney was running a quite a nice villain team, it's with the uh, overcrushing Thanos that gets discounted, isn't it? When the I don't think it's overcrushing. Oh, it's just a big Thanos. <laughs> it's just a big Thanos that you can get cheap if you get enough out there. I mean, that's also fair enough. Um, we've got we're actually just one Godcatcher out of the ten teams, which I think is a surprise. It is a surprise. I think there's a few Beckys. There is. Well, you're running one, and Ben's running one that I've seen looking over people's shoulders. But I think, um, well, here in the UK, we pride ourselves on not playing the meta, don't we? And I think folks have decided to try perhaps a, a slightly less smashy face approach in order to have some fun. That's appreciated. Yeah, okay, it's good. I think it's the way, it's the way to go. It's the way to play the game. Uh, so we'll uh, go and see how these remaining matches are going and we'll catch up with you folks again later. Maybe with a guest. Let's see how we do. And here we are back again. Round two has just finished. I misspoke earlier. I said three rounds, but with ten players, it's four. Yeah, I, ch- I checked my little chart on the webpage. The chart I must have written, I don't know how many times over the years. And, well, yeah, absolutely. But um, So it's four rounds. We're just coming to the end of round two. We've just got one match doing their rounds at time right now. That's it, turn zero. I've, I've informed them of turn zero, yeah. When does turn zero start, Andy? After 35 minutes. <laughs> and at which point? <laughs> I don't know. And then how many rounds do you play subsequent to that? Five. So it's really <laughs> six turns, not five. It's a messed up system. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> the hot take, the messed up system. And it seems to be going well. Everyone's enjoying themselves. Yeah, lots of smiles. Uh, those who finished their games are just sort of milling around and chatting and catching up. It's been a long time since a few of us have seen each other. That's the truth, yeah, years. So, uh, I was just saying before, Danny there, 
doesn't he look just too kind of toned and tanned and handsome to be a gamer it looks a little bit out of place with the rest of us it does he looks like he's obviously quite athletic <laughs> I don't know where you're going but he's, he's, he's tanned very tanned rather handsome square jawed individual yeah he does look a bit out of place like he uh, like, like he's actually been outside of his house <laughs> Ew. Ew. Yeah, what's that all about? Like the men's health one. <laughs> Just happens to have a dice master's mat with him. <laughs> so here we are at the end of round two, and you've won your first two rounds. I have, I have. Congratulations. Just talk us through. You got the god catcher next, I suspect. Yeah. I did take on Ben's Becky Lynch team with Danny Moonstar got a little bit lucky with a couple of rolls but uh, <laughs> managed to scrape the win yeah so we Danny Moonstarred out yeah your wasp and your I was only half paying attention I was keeping an eye on the kids force blocked my Becky wasp and Volo yeah with Danny Moonstar yeah and then they all rolled back in on high levels oh, well that's the way it goes that's the way it goes um but it was a chance he had to take, I suppose. Yeah, well, re-roll, as we know, isn't guaranteed. No, no, it's 50-50, I, I hear from a very reliable source. <laughs> very good. Well, well done. Well done. But even if even if Alex takes you down with the Godcatch team... Alex, by the way, folks, the uh, the legendary Mr. McCat from Breath Weapon X, uh, the only person to turn up with a Godcatcher team today, the only person to be that guy... He is definitely that guy. He is, yeah. I thought yeah. better of him, to be fair. I thought better of him. I thought, he, he, Broadly speaking, he's a lovely lad, but I don't know. Obviously, something went wrong this time. I think it's been there all the time. He's just not shown it. <laughs> he's just used this as the time to... Uh, well, you put you put prestigious promos on the line, and that's what brings it out of Alex, apparently. Apparently so, yeah. The animal. <laughs> well, a cat. A cat. <laughs> so it's in a, a cat. cat. <laughs> Well, on that note, we'll wrap up this little section. I'm going to see how they're getting on on their five rounds at a time. And we'll be back at the end of round three. And we're back with round three just finishing up. Once again, we've got just one pair. Same pair as well, no? No, No. different pair this time. No. Um, Finishing off their rounds. Doing their rounds, yeah. Everyone else is done, so we're all just hanging fire. Uh, but Mr. England, hello, Mr. England, would you like to inform the listeners of your results so far? I'm three and oh. Three and oh, the only three and oh, I think. Wow. Yeah, the only yeah. three and oh. Yeah. So we invite people to come and play our events and smash them all in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, Alex will say we'll speak to him later, but. Uh, Alex will say that the Godcatcher list that he's got is brutal if he gets his Forge Energize. I'd like to say that he did get his Forge Energize oh, twice really? in the game. That's all I've got to say about that. Oh, right, OK, fair enough. Fair enough. He's never beaten me. Energize is bobbins, we all know that. And he never will. Barney <laughs> <laughs> just said something to me that form is temporary, class is permanent. And I think that describes me quite well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> no comment. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Right, okay, well, on that note, I'm going to go see how them pair are getting on. Yeah, it's uh, well, I was about to hand me arse to me, so I better keep stung. Uh, yeah, so you are likely to get Alfie, I think. Mm. I'll have to, I'll run the numbers in a minute, but yeah. 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 All right, well, best of luck in the next round, Mr. England. Thank you very much. Well, ladies and gents, here we are at the conclusion of the main constructed event of the UK Games Expo MOD PDM 2022. And what a turn up for the books. Because. Yes. Because. Yes. <laughs> not only did we put on the event, but Andy went on and won it with 4 0. Well done, mate. Thank so, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about the team you've played. Oh, actually, let me just check. How much life did you gain overall? None. None? You didn't do any in the life game? No. No fish food going on no whatsoever? Fish food no so, fish food in the fish food team. So, tell the listeners how you took the win. I bought Volo. Okay. I bought Wasp. Yeah. I bought a load of actions. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, pinging away with your tune, soften that ground up. Send the Wasp in. Send the Wasp over for a big finish which if you visit youtube.com forward slash the ministry of dice and go rooting through our archive of live gameplay videos you'll find that Many this is a team that yeah. you're very very familiar with isn't it yeah although usually hello mate right? <laughs> right then where were we yeah so we were just uh, stood in a little corner out in the corridor recording that previous section when a couple of guys we know from back in the day came along and said hello and so we had to stop recording so I think we were talking about your 4-0 and yes. and your Wasp Attune win yes. but I can't remember where in the conversation no. we got up to so yeah you won yeah I won <laughs> it's, um, it's good I think having Becky on my team distracted people right they, how so they then bought like Mike bought Angela to stop when field abilities right. which was a four four cost investment that I didn't really care about sure so that was quite nice yeah bit of a red herring yeah but Becky of course was actually legitimately on there for the global yeah the global or if someone buys Becky to spike buy yeah 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 and if they bring the ringside announcers you can just then start spamming their stuff can't you yeah yeah. Or if they buy all my throwing bricks, because that's annoying. Although I got Confront the Mighty and Atlantis to, to kind of counteract that as well. To make sure you've got your low-cost action stuff going on, yeah, very good. I'm sure all the listeners know about my fish food team, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's been talked about before. <laughs> because it was the only team you played for about six months. <laughs> it's decent. Why play anything else? Proved that it is top-tier matter, though. It's beat a Godcatcher, it's beat a Becky. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. You wait. You wait till Memphis. <laughs> Fish food set to take Memphis by storm. Yeah, everyone will be able to buy in their Justice campaign boxes to get their extra Aquaman dice. <laughs> but you didn't gain any life? No. I didn't. So it's the fish food team, but the fish food had nothing to do with it? No. No. What was it then? Wasp a tune. Insect. In- insecty. Food. Insect food. Yeah. Doesn't work. Don't know. No. I'm really tired. Yeah, I can tell you're waning. Yeah. yeah, tell you're waning. Well, congratulations on your win. Thank you very much. I'll ask you uh, any highlights, just broadly speaking, from the UK Games Expo? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's been all right. It's been all right. It's been lovely to see everyone again and some people that I've not met before. So I've not met Mike, not met Dan, mm. even though I knew who they were from 
the internet. So it's nice to put faces to strange made-up names. Uh, so it's good. Yeah, it's nice. You seem to enjoy that burrito you were into earlier. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. We have good street food at the UK Games Expo. Yeah, they don't disappoint when it comes to the uh, the food. It's no. good. I had a great burger. Uh, all right, folks. Well, we'll wrap this one up there, and we'll move on to the drafting stuff and speak to a few of the guys who've been playing today. Hello, folks. It's Chris here, back to report on the events at the MOD PDM UK Games Expo 2022. Um, the drafts, the Dark Phoenix Saga drafts are taking place as we speak but I have just finished my match against Collector Rob from Breath Weapon X, say hello Rob Hello, how's it going? Well, it's going alright, thank you very much Are you talking to the audience? Yeah, everyone, (laughs) just talking to everyone (laughs) We've we've just had our uh, second round of the draft, me and you Uh, but how have you found the day overall? as, As always, it's been a really fun day um, started off with a little bit of a walk around the expo, um, but then obviously the main event after that just did uh, didn't do too well. <laughs> <laughs> I bought, uh, I felt, I felt a bit called out by Ben on their their podcast uh, with my Adam Warlock, so I played it again. It didn't work. Right, but there you go. Such is life with dice. Yeah, absolutely, that's the way it goes. We've had a lot of kind of ups and downs in terms of uh, the look of the rolls today. I've definitely heard people talking about their whiffs quite quite a few times. <laughs> yes, yeah, there's been a lot of those. Yeah, including your man Alex. Actually, I saw him have a disastrous turn as I was pacing around earlier. Yeah, yeah, he 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 gets a bit salty. He he, <laughs> he um yeah he bought a a, a very. Uh, a subtle team, isn't it? Is is Godcatcher very subtle? The, the only Godcatcher here at the event. Me and Andy were discussing this earlier and sort of saying that you know there, there was obviously some anticipation that it would be Godcatcher Becky Fest because of the Hellfire Gala cards and the Dark Phoenix rares that were up for grabs. But actually, the variety of teams has been pretty broad. Just Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's just Alex. Yeah, yeah. There's been mostly all different teams actually. Yeah, we've seen some. So you were you were running uh, Green Lantern Human. Yeah, Green Lantern with uh, the control of Adam. Yeah, I've seen some Iceman Turk Barrett. Yeah, going on. I played Ben's team of that, that. Yeah, uh, I've seen some uh, big overcrushing Thanos going yep. on today. And we had the the Deadpool overcrush. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there was what was Danny running? He was done in. Um, oh, the Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. yeah. That's. Um, um, well, that's a glass cannon one. But sure, but fun. it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so quite a bit of variety knocking around, and that's always pleasing to see. I think we pride ourselves here in the UK on Absolutely. being a little off meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, any particular highlights for you on the day? Um, oh, dice masters. Yeah, just playing, playing with other people face to face. I know it's been it's, mental. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, though, isn't it? It's uh, it is always better in person. I mean, it's easier when you're in front of a computer. You want to try something, you just grab off the shelf and carry on. Yeah. But that's not the point, is it? Once you've made your team, playing it in person is always, always better. Yeah, I agree. I think the thing is, the fact that we've managed to maintain a relationship online over the, over the years, all of us, I mean, literally all of us here today are, are, more, are known quantities in the yes, online scene. Absolutely, yeah. It means that when we do come together face-to-face, it's just kind of... Easy and relaxed, if you know what it I mean. It is, yeah, and it's also good to see a couple of new faces. 
yeah. the youngsters as well. Absolutely, yeah. it was great to see Flint and uh, Alfie playing yeah, with us. Really impressed that he actually found off his own back. Yeah, found the tournament and signed up for it. You know, absolutely, quite a daunting thing. Shout out to Flint. Yeah. I wish I'd caught him before his. Uh, he he had, they had a long drive, but I wish I'd caught them to record. Yeah. Um, well, Rob, as always, thank you so very much for coming along and joining us at the MOD PDM UK Games Expo 2022. Thank you for for putting it on again. Yeah, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. It's my pleasure. Is so. this where I plug all my own stuff? Yeah. <laughs> put it in the put it in the comments. Okay. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are again, reporting from the MOD PDM at the UK Games Expo 2022. I have Andrew with me. Hello. As always, and I also have uh, Mr. Pew, Michael, otherwise known online as the Relentless Nettles, who's just finished his draft game with Andy. Hello, Mike. Afternoon, guys. So, right. I can tell everyone is absolutely shattered from yeah. playing Dice Masters for like six hours or whatever it might be. Uh, so, we're coming up on 8 pm. We started at 1. Seven hours, yeah. So, seven hours straight. We've done a constructed event and then a draft. So, yeah, everyone's feeling a little bit bleary eyed, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that will pick us up very well if I just put it in the middle there like that. Give it a go. That'll be all right. Without beers, this is difficult. Yeah, it's a, without beers, it's difficult. Yeah, I'm going to drive back to the hotel. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm driving home, but I, I don't need I don't need the alcoholic consumption to start this tongue oh, wagging. Uh, but Mike, tell us a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what RJ said, wasn't it? You just say, you just go, you just go, yeah. Don't even think, just talk. Yeah, I can't do Andy's mum jokes when he sat opposite me. Why not? I do all the time. In fact, I did about two or three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have even picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were chatting, we were recording a section, which will have appeared before you're on now, but in the order of the podcast. Right. And some guys we knew of old come over like, hey guys, no, no, no. while we were clearly obviously like, Microphone. Well, the listeners can't see this, but I'm indicating microphone in ham. So, uh, sure, if you're listening, yeah, you were interrupting. <laughs> so, Mike, tell us what your highlight of the day has been. Um, it's been watching the new players, to be honest. So we have Flint, who I've not. How old is Flint? Uh, ten, was it? Was he ten? ten? Yeah. And my lad Alfie, uh, or Mini Nettles, um, have been playing all day long. Um, Alfie's been doing the draft and Flint on his first ever uh, tournament or kind of proper games really right it's just fantastic just to watch him go and there was such a good mood and atmosphere around it they were getting free stuff from everywhere well yeah it's as as you said to um, Flint's mum it's it's part of the eternal Dice Masters pay it forward system we're all abundant with excess dice so a 10 year old kid just getting started might as well have him Oh god, yeah. I mean, when I started, like, what, two and a half, three years ago now, um, Rob sorted me out. Rob collected Rob with a massive box of dice and promos and cards and just everything to get going. Yeah. So yeah, it it, it, it feels perfect to, to pass that on to the next generation. Try and get him and some of his friends invested in it. See, Alfie's a bit more invested in it now, even though he shunned it for like two and a half years because <laughs> he didn't want to do the cool thing that Dad did because Dad's not cool. Mm. Um, but now he's picking up again he's really seeing the, the benefits of it now and it's um, getting him interacting with others more but it's just great watching the kids play it was just yeah. nice to see some new blood coming in yeah I absolutely agree we were going to talk to Alfie but I think he's a bit burnt out isn't he <laughs> he is 
On his arse. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> on his arse. Well, to be fair, though, Andy, look at him. Yeah, I'm not too far behind him. <laughs> How long did you drive home now? Two hours. Right. Andy might not make it. Back to the hotel with me. Andy can't make it. Yeah, you keep down with this pair. <laughs> it's like a queen size bed. I'll put him in. <laughs> There's an offer o- you don't open, get every day. Open offer. <laughs> um, so I think the last time we played face face, Mike was UK Games Expo last year. So, but a lot has changed since last year and this year. What are your observations about how the UK Games Expo has been? Because last year was your first year coming, wasn't it? Yeah. So what are your observations of the difference between last year's sort of coming out the tail end of COVID, first tentative steps into conventioning, to this year? Well, this year it's been, I mean, last year there was one hall that wasn't really that full, mm. and then like the gaming hall. This year it's like two and a half full halls of, of gaming goodness. Um, the crowds are ridiculous. Apparently someone said, I think Rob said it was like 25,000 here yesterday, yeah. which is more than the old convention last year. So a lot busier, but the atmosphere has been great. Um, everyone's been dead nice and friendly it's just been a great experience overall so yeah next year anyone that's listened to this that didn't come get your arse signed up because we've had a proper good time we've got to draft some stuff which drafting it, it is the best form of dice masters I find yeah you're a, you're a drafting fan it's a bit shit when you don't get pro uh, prep globals <laughs> it's a bit of a slog it is a bit of a slog yeah uh, I played Rob and he had the uh, Villainous Pats global that's on Magneto and I found it and he had and Sinister, and sinister. but absolute blessing I was ramping all over the place it was amazing yeah. Um, but yeah it's a bit of a shame on the constructed scene that we don't have the Dark Phoenix stuff yet so Jimmy if you're listening <laughs> tell Asmodee to pull the finger out um, but yeah no it's been great loved it Excellent. Well, Mike, a pleasure to see you, as always. Thank you so very much for coming out and playing with us this year, and we'll see you again next year. Yeah, yeah, we'll be out, and hopefully you'll pull your finger out a little bit, get the element gaming scene going, yes. and I might see you in Manchester a little bit sooner. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll get around to that. Leave it when I see it, and here we are once again with another player who's taken part in the MODPDM at the UK Games Expo 2022 this year. It is, of course, Alex, the legendary Mr. McCat from the Breath Weapon X. Hello, Alex. Hello, everyone. Alex, how have you found the day? Uh, always, it's great to be back. It's great to be rolling dice face to face in person. And we had the excitement of the draft, of course. A very exciting draft. The Dark Phoenix preview draft. Thank you very much, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, pro. It only took you, what, six seconds? <laughs> I was like, what's with the dead air, man? <laughs> what, draft thing? Yeah, we were here, we did the thing, there was cards. Uh, any highlights out today? Um, I think there were some really good games. Um, had young Alfie, of course, I played a game against him, that came right down to the wire. I thought all the games were really close, no easy games, no easy matches at this level of Dice Masters um, and the draft obviously a massive highlight playing with those new cards that the Americans have been playing with for months and months for sure um, but since for us, March wow so for us it was great fun getting your hands on and seeing it's fun to test a new new set and be able to see oh well actually this is really good this isn't um, so for instance I had uh, Mr. Ice Guy yeah that in draft that was so good but also you can see how so it gives plus one to sidekicks you can see how you can like build it into a fish team and do other things so it gives you ideas going forward as well yeah absolutely oh hang on we're, we're getting a 
a line. Shame. Oh, yeah, that's right. We need to. So, we in the UK, I've mentioned this with a couple of other people we've interviewed. We in the UK here, we often pride ourselves on going for something a bit more fun, a little bit more off meta in the teams, even when it's a competitive event of this nature. So, Alex, would you like to tell us a little bit about the team you ran today? Um, it was a team I used to get top four at Worlds, more or less. Okay, and what was the win condition? Uh, Go catcher. So a, a very prideful, off-meta bit of creative work there. Look, I've spent I've spent the summer of 2020 getting battered around by playing these off-meta teams and all of that. And you know what? I saw the prizes on offer. I said, "No one puts a spread on like Chris." <laughs> it was a lovely spread. I said, "I'm coming. I'm coming to get it all." And I left second. <laughs> I do put on a lovely spread. Yeah, I, if I do say so myself, I feel like a very generous, very generous event is put together. Um, where did you end up? Second. Second with his god catcher. Yeah. Who, who was first against Royal? Andy. Uh, you played Andy, didn't you? Um, enjoying the event with your god catcher team. And how did that go? Um, unfortunately, I like, I really enjoy playing with Forge in my team, so it uh, discounts all action dice by two. Uh-huh. But you live and die by him, and unfortunately, he didn't roll. And I died, and I was about one turn. If I had an extra turn, I could have maybe beaten Andy because I was rolling about three under surveillances, but it wasn't to be, and that's how it goes. As we well know, Energize is bobbins. No, when you need it, it ain't there. No, when you do need it, it is there. Yeah. No, when you don't need it, it is there. When you do need it, it's not there. Well, it's not even 50-50, is it? No, it's not even 50-50. Not even 50-50. Or like a re-roll, which, as we well know, yeah. is 50-50. Yeah, yeah, we're reliably informed it's 50-50. You're an educator. It's uh, what, what are the odds on Energize? Um, I believe they're uh, 70-40. 70, does that sound right to you? Two and six. Two, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, works for me. Well, Alex... A pleasure as always. Thank you so very much for you know. It's a bit of a trek up for you across the trains and that. Um, so it's always great to see you. Thanks for coming out and uh, playing and getting involved. We love seeing you guys. Uh, any final words for the listeners? Um, I think you should all. Oh, look forward to Breath Weapon X Fest, which is coming up. That's the thing. We're doing that. One character only. That's proper fun. We've got some great prizes. We've got some custom um, dice mats that Ooh. are going to be made. Ooh. Yes. I've, I've seen I've seen the early prototype folks <laughs> it's looking good so yeah if you're an online player make sure you get yourself onto Breath Weapon X Fest uh, we'll wrap that one up there thank you Alex thank you very much well there we go then folks that brings us not only to the end of the UK Games Expo coverage but the end of this episode as all things must we're coming to an end we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it and we did Thank, a massive thank you once again to all the players who came out and joined us at the UK Games Expo this year. It really was our honour and privilege to put the event on for you and yeah. enjoyed greatly to see you all. And I suppose congratulations once again. To. To, you know. To. You. Thank you very much. Yeah. Did that hurt? No, not at all, because I know full well that the only reason you won it was because I didn't play. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Well, I don't know. We're going to test that. Actually, we're going to play my team against your team, aren't we? In a bit, <laughs> we are. We are. But I have noticed that one PM Andy plays a lot better than ten PM Andy, <laughs> <laughs> which is something I don't know. I might have mentioned this before. Like when, like we were practicing for 2016, 2017, 2018. Um, 
the practice is always done after work in the evenings and stuff when, when you're that bit groggy. And then, um, when you get to the event during the day and you sit down and you're like, ping, you know, I'm like halfway through the day. I'm wide awake. I've got like all my, <laughs> all my gray cells like firing on all cylinders. Um, uh, it, it can make a difference. Well, got my excuses right in there. Do you like that? <laughs> Is that because you're expected to lose to me tonight? <laughs> I always expect to lose to you. <laughs> well, I'll take that one to the bank. Static the stamina, field. stamina, my man. Is uh, oh, I'm I'm not running. You'll be pleased to know I'm not running static field. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I should have done. Uh, but Widow. anyway, yeah, Black Widow's there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's yeah. the luck of the draw no one had that black widow that would shut down oh, the team no, no no not the black widow you're thinking actually oh been, not the I'm, um, I'm, agent i'm still i'm still giving widow's hunt a try i'm still holding out hope that this energized thing works out for me cool here we've got yeah. black widow don't call it boobs because it offends people agent uh no not on the team no no, no. that's good all right, the folks, well, you know where we are. Uh, please do reach out and get in touch. Join our Discord server. Come and get involved in the conversation over there or drop me an email by going to britroll6.com, scrolling to the bottom and clicking the contact us. Don't send it to Andy. I suspect, I think his inbox is full anyway. Full of what? I've not seen anything come through to know. me. I don't, it's probably the spam. I just need to clear yeah. the spam spam out. Only fan subscription renewals. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure, yeah. Or tweet us or Facebook us or whatever. We're around. We're not hard to find on the Dice Masters scene. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, uh, Flint and Mum, then thank you. Pleasure to meet you at the UK Games Expo. They said they... was. It was lovely to meet them. Yeah, they said they, they would tune in. Um, so uh, pleasure to meet you, folks. And that's it. We'll call it there. So I've been Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six. You sure about that? No, I wasn't for a minute then. I was distracted by something, uh, a notification that popped up on my screen. So I'll do it again. I've been Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. the Homelander of Dice Masters. Oh, really? I've got blonde hair. He's, yeah, but he's not, that's not a very pleasant character to be comparing yourself to. I'm not a very pleasant character. You'd want to be the Huey of Ooh, I'd be the Butcher. No, he's he's equally, he's just as unpleasant. Many people have said unpleasant things about me. Scrawled uh, on the toilets of the Southampton Common. I think a few people would say some unpleasant things about you when you pluck those two Hellfire Garland cards out of the prize pool. And on that note, we'll see you later, folks. Thank Ta-da. you all. Bye. UKGE We rolled through Jubilee To celebrate our Lizzie God save the Queen Yeah we mean it man But we don't mean no Becky 
Cause he wanted with a wasp No Beckys No God catches No Thaws for you Ow That's really hard to play on acoustic